So, what does it take to launch and run an Amada Senior Care franchise? Well, find out on another episode of We Are Amada. I'm Marcos Mora. Welcome to the show. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of We Are Amada. Thank you so much for being here with us. I am Marcos Mora, and I have a very, very special guest with us today, Mrs. Jenny Novi, our franchise partner and the owner and president and CEO of Amada in Greater Chicago. Well, and and what would you say? Not like all of Chicago, but what what are the areas you service, Jenny? So I would say we're the north side of Chicago. We serve our entire North Shore, so all the way up our lake, all the way past Lake Forest, Lake Bluff, across to Libertyville, Lincolnshire. But then we're super lucky we go all the way down to several of our western suburbs, Elmhurst and Oakbrook and Willowbrook and Downers and LaGrange. So we have a, a, a wonderful large area that we're covering, which is which is really exciting. Well, that is awesome. Now, here's why I'm so excited to have Jenny here on the line with us. We always talk about how different... Amada is. And I think for a lot of consumers who are looking for care, and even for the professionals that refer business to us, it's hard sometimes to tell a home care company apart mm-hmm. from another home care company, right? Some people are like, well, it's it's McDonald's and Burger King. You know, it's 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 not really that different. You need a caregiver, you need a caregiver. And that's so not true, right? There is such a difference in a industry that is usually not different. So we want to cover that with you guys. And and for those of you guys who are joining us live on LinkedIn, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you being here. So now before we get in, that's the topic for today. So we're excited to cover that with you. Now, before we get into that, Jenny, tell us a little bit about your background before Amada Senior Care and how did you find Amada as the business you wanted to start? Sure. Thank you for asking. Um, I was super fortunate that um, I had one set of grandparents four doors down from my house where I grew up and the other grandparents lived very close. So my whole life, you know, great aunts and uncles. My grandpa had 13 brothers and a sister. So we have tons of cousins that were older than him. Right. So we called everybody aunt and uncle. And so I just was really fortunate to have a cross generational upbringing, which was super lucky. And uh, one of the things I would do with my my one grandma, my dad's mom, is that my great aunt was in a state nursing home. And so every Saturday we would go and we would visit her and we would brush her dentures. And then I would put a show on in the corridor for all the residents waiting for their medications. And then we would go out for ice cream. And that was literally almost every Saturday as a a tiny girl, I just remember. And I loved it. I thought it was, you know, such a wonderful thing to do. And then um, when I was in college, I was a theater major through the the Goodman Theater, which um, was through DePaul University. And and by the way, those those of you who may not know this, but Jenny's got the voice of an angel. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank she you. She can sing. I mean, you can do everything from opera to anything you want, really. <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing. We we might have to uh, might have to ask you to, to hit a couple notes for us before this is over. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when I realized that uh, I wasn't going to pursue being a, a, a theater major as a career, as an actor as a career, um, I had to kind of figure out what I wanted to do with myself and my then 
uh, boyfriend, now husband, and I, he just said, you know, you love working with older adults. You should look into that. So I went off and got a master's in gerontology, and then I got a second master's in therapeutic recreation, which gave me my CTRS. And my first job was as an activity aide in a nursing home and uh, spent, you know, time loving those residents and, and learning their stories and, and really just enjoying every day walking into the door, being able to make somebody smile who otherwise might not be having a great day was such such a blessing mm-hmm. in my life. And uh, from there, I became a consultant to um, nursing homes and assisted livings uh, throughout Illinois and got to create programs for seniors. I would train activity staff and social services and nursing programs. uh, And I really got to help people prepare for survey and join commission. And it it was such a blessing to to learn all the ins and outs of of what our long-term care system looked like. And this is from many years Mm -hmm. back. You know, this is 30 years ago. So yeah. and then as um, I got married and, and I ended up having four kids, I stayed home for a while and loved uh, being a stay-at-home mom and being a lunch mom and doing fundraisers for school. Uh, but when my youngest was in sixth grade, I really made a conscious decision to figure out how I could get back in this industry that I love so much uh, to work. And by the way, a big uh, for stay-at-home dads and stay-at-home moms, it is an amazing career, but it is the hardest thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it is so, so hard. But it's so much joy. I mean, what what a blessing that I was privileged enough to be able to stay home. You know, I, it, all blessings in my life, right? I, I, yeah. I'm so fortunate that I was able to. I have a friend of mine who's a Marine and uh, he's been a Marine for 20 something years. And I was, I, I, you got to consider your audience, right? I, I was talking, I was like, man, yesterday I was in my car all day dropping off kids here and there. And I was telling them how <laughs> at this point my kids are older. And so I feel like a chauffeur and exactly. he looks at me and he, and he says, uh, sounds like you're very lucky to spend time with your kids. Mm. And, uh, and I was like, ah, oh, Travis, don't make me feel like a jerk. You know, here's, here's yeah. a guy who gets deployed for eight months, you know, and, and he does so. Yes. Uh, oh so my gosh! Put me, put right? me back in my place. And thank you to him for all his service. My gosh. Yeah. 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 I I have no regrets. It's such an honor to to have been yeah, able to do really these is. different types of jobs in my my lifetime. And uh, when mm-hmm. my youngest was in about sixth grade, I really made the conscious decision to how can I help people age in place and what's that going to look like. And for me, the answer was home care. And I started. Uh, looking at little mom and pop shops that were out there doing home care. I started looking at different franchise systems doing home care. And I just knew that, you know, whether I was going to help someone in their home or in their condo, or if it was going to be in an assisted living or, or someone who needed one-on-one and skilled, you know, I wanted to be the one to make, you know, that best quality care for, for whatever that situation was and to help that person right. um, until end of life. And so uh, it's, it's really a calling for me. That's awesome. Okay. So what, what I love about your background, this is why I was so excited to, to talk to you about the topic of how is Amada different? How does Amada really help seniors mm-hmm. and even other medical professionals and this whole network of the continuum continuum of care that we need for our seniors mm-hmm. because you have so much experience in it, right? You've seen the industry from so many different angles. And sometimes it's hard to, to for people to understand why Amada is so different. Mm-hmm. So why are we different, Jenny? Well, 
First and foremost, right, we could not have a, a bigger fearless leader, uh, Taffa Jefferson, right, who is, mm-hmm. you know, a giant, you know, standing next to me. I feel like I'm non-existent, you know, in my height. He's, he's yeah. bigger in life, not just in stature, but in his heart. And when he started Amada, he certainly have the client best interest at heart. But he really brought the plane level up when he made a conscious decision to make sure the caregivers were as equally important as the clients. And I think starting that model and then sharing that with the rest of us, it's really uh, set a high standard in the industry to value both sides of what we do. Right. Because our caregivers are the face of our company. And if we have wonderfully trained quality people going into homes and going into facilities, we are going to be giving the best care. And then from there, starting with that most important quality, high quality level for care, we've we've gone forward to look at all different types of avenues of how we're finding clients and how we can help them. You know, we're very strong with long-term care insurance. We are a huge advocate for all of our veterans uh, across the nation and working with several programs to improve lives of veterans. And then also um, working with elder attorneys and financial planners, uh, really finding the need for helping people plan for their futures and working with people before it's an emergency. So that when the time comes and they need the care, they have many structures in place so they can afford it and have everything they desire to be able to age in place wherever that's going to be. You know, and that is that's so important because I think what a lot of people don't understand, even within healthcare, is is when a family is told your mom's gonna need a caregiver, mm-hmm. those words don't actually to most of us, I don't care how sophisticated you are, how medically experienced you are. Those words don't mean a whole lot to the family. Um, I was talking to somebody the other day that, that um, and I was telling him how when somebody says, I need to paint my house, and you go, oh, I need a painter. <laughs> and, and, and you go on Yelp, you go on Google, yeah. and you look for painters, and you get quotes. But when a family, this is what's so weird, is when a family hears you need a caregiver, they're like, oh, what does that even mean? Right. Who do I call it? How do I pay? Who pays? What? And it, it becomes this such a confusing and a distraught situation Yeah. because none of us are prepared for it. You talked about how you need to prepare even before we need this and none of us are. No one wants to, um, right? No one wants to no admit wants to. that they need help. Um, there's a lot of loss in aging and there's a lot of grieving that's taking place that people don't even recognize within themselves, within their families. Um, and certainly the sons and daughters don't want to often recognize that mom and dad really need more help than they're willing to admit, right? Um, it, it, it is a difficult process to, to really be open to what is coming and what, what does my end of life, what, you know, however many years I have in my retirement, you know, what is that going to look like for me? And what happens when I have a progressive illness all of a sudden? And, and who's going to help me? And, and, and how can I afford this? And what can I do? Yeah. And the, the affordability part, the, the, the reality is, is that it's, it's an expensive Very. venture, right? Meaning having somebody take care of mom one-on-one in mom's home is not going to be cheap. It's going to be an expensive proposition. And, uh, and this goes back to then, on, on average, uh, Jenny, when you are sitting down with the family, you just got a referral or they found you online and you sit down with the family, I think people would be shocked. On average, how long do you spend 
in the home <laughs> or in the hospital room discussing all their options? I mean, minimum an hour to several hours, right? It, yeah. it really depends on what that family needs. And oftentimes it's not one conversation. Right. Sometimes we'll we'll first have a phone call and then I, I always meet all of my clients in person, no matter what's going on. Quick start. Don't have to start for several months, whatever it is. Um, I think it's really important to sit down together uh, and to sit down together with other family members that can also be part of the process, because it's very hard, um, especially when you don't feel well, to make decisions about your future. And I think it's really important to have as much support as possible. Sometimes it isn't possible, right? Sometimes family members are away or or there isn't any family members to help. And, and we will do everything possible to make sure they have someone to, you know, hold hold their hand while making these decisions. Um, and all we do is present all of their options, right? I'm not, I'm not the financial planner, but I certainly can give recommendations to someone who can guide them through those finances, people that we trust, elder attorneys that we've worked with for many years now. My husband is an attorney and a judge, which kind of gave, yeah. gave me uh, some extra insight about some of the important things that I might not have thought about, right? About having power of attorney and power of healthcare in place and, and having uh, a do not resuscitate paper signed uh, if, if it's your end of lifetime and, and making those decisions when you're not facing it, right? So that you can make more clear headed, yeah. conscious decisions about how you want your life to go. And that I think is what is so rare in this industry. And, it, and it's, it's so difficult to explain, guys, that when somebody calls us or somebody calls anybody about needing a caregiver, they finally find a company, right? ABC, actually, there's a company called ABC Home Care, XYZ Home Care, <laughs> right? They find them, they call and they say, I need a caregiver. And the person in the line goes, okay, great. Well, how much is it? And then usually in this industry, they say it's, you know, 25 bucks an hour, 30 bucks an hour, 19 bucks an hour, 40, bucks, whatever the rate is. And then they go, okay, great. You know, and what's what you're hearing from us is that it is much more involved than that. It is not where Amada is not just about here's how much you bill, here's your caregiver, and we're going to love you. We really need to sit down with the family and go through exhaustively so many options. And and I, and what I think uh, when you talk to, for example, uh, I know that you your business now is it it's in always the the top five Amada senior care companies in the country, which means that you are one. One of the largest home care companies, period, in the country. And what I think people may understand a lot of the business that and a lot of the clients that you get, where do they come from? Uh, are they are they just calling you from online or, or how do you actually find the families? I think this is an top, important topic of, of what makes us so different. So where where do you find your, your your clients? Well, I think for myself, you know, I've I am living in the neighborhood and where I grew up. Right. So when I first started, you know, my husband and I went to grade school together, high school together. You know, we, we've known each other for a long period of time, living in the same neighborhood, moving back to raise my family. So that was a nice start. Right. I, I had a community yeah. of people who wanted to support me and knew me and wanted to do a good job. But in order to grow. Right. There's so many different facets of, of how how you can reach people in, in different communities and different places. So uh, I work of course, with skilled nursing facilities, assisted livings, uh, independent communities to help people. But also um, I work with elder attorneys and financial planners and insurance brokers uh, because oftentimes they're the people receiving calls from families who are, oh my gosh, this has happened. Mom is really sick. 
I don't even know what her finances are. What can she afford? You know, how can we help her? Can she stay home? Do I have to move her? Right. I, I think um, it's it's no one's first option to have to go to a skilled nursing facility. Right. First of all, we don't want to be that right. sick. But secondly, as we've grown, there's so many options out there that, you know, 30 years ago, that that was your primary option. And and when you went in, Medicare and Medicaid helped pay for most of that, right? All of those yeah. things have changed. Our insurances have changed. Medicare doesn't have the type of funds anymore to just pay for everyone blanketly out there um, for supportive health. Uh, families need to come together and make plans uh, regarding all of this so that, that we can really understand where can mom live successfully with, you know, after she's had a severe stroke and and the left side of her body isn't working anymore for her and she can't get out of her wheelchair by herself or dad is starting with dementia and boy, he's only 70. I'm not prepared for this. He was yeah, still working. Right. W- what are we going to do right. now? Right. So, yeah. you know, we work with all different kinds of stories from families. People, you know, have accidents that, that you know, obviously it's not something you can plan for. Um, so the more that you, um, as you're aging in your 30s and 40s to start thinking about long-term care insurance, do you have a financial planner? What are you socking away in your 401k? I mean, all of yeah. those things are really important. Um, and to have a plan and to know an agency that you can trust so that if and when you ever need help, You've got somebody to call. It's a privilege, right, that, oh. that we get to serve our communities at such a at such a high level, right? We're it's it's funny because you, you almost see us as a family has a financial planner, an elder care attorney, they have a doctor, they have a case manager, and they also have an Amada owner, mm-hmm. right? It's it's that's the level that we serve people at, right? We are one of those trusted advisors for the family. And that's that's what I think is important that people understand is that's what is needed, right? It's, it's, there are lots of hunger companies yeah. out there, but I think, and who, by the way, um, lots of hunger companies that are loving, that I believe do oh, a good job. right. That, you can't you know, only like, have one home care agency, right? There's way too many yeah. seniors who are going to be needing help as we are not even near the baby boomers really entering into how many seniors will, will eventually need some sort of help. I mean, Marcos, my average client's in their 90s. Right. So average, average, the average client, my, if I, if I took all the birthdays, my average client would be 90. So I'm probably serving, you know, about 14,000 hours of care a month, right. Across a lot. So that's a lot of hours, right. And the average age is 90. We did not plan on living this long. We are not prepared for the wonderful world of medicine and what that's done, right? Which is wonderful. And people are, yeah, are living, living much no longer. more yeah, no one expected this. Well, in, well into a much later time period, right? That that mean age of dying is long gone from the 70s now, right? So we, we have to start looking to the future. And, and, and we have to be able to have agencies like Amada that are working um, as closely with all different kinds of resources to reach all kinds of, of uh, adults and seniors out there needing help, but also the caregivers, right? How, how are we going to have all of these caregivers that are going to be needed for, for the care coming to us, right? And, and yeah. Amada takes that extremely seriously and what we are doing to help recruit and retain wonderful people who want and have the passion to be doing personal care, right? I think we forget that. This is this is personal care. 
showering someone, taking someone to the bathroom, right? All of those personal care needs. You have to have people who want to do this work. This is not the same as flipping a hamburger at a McDonald's, right? Yeah, uh, this is yeah. not this is not the same kind of work. You you have to love people and want to help people in order to be in this industry. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, I can't thank you enough <laughs> for joining us and sharing your your experience. We are so we uh, Jenny and I just got back from Nashville. We were there for our annual conference. Yeah, and I listen. I, I got to tell you, and people can think that we're just saying this, but the we have. Probably because we're, we're in about 170 locations mm-hmm. throughout the country. And I think that's about 100 or so entrepreneurs or 110 or so entrepreneurs. And I listen, it is it is the most incredible group of entrepreneurs. We're so lucky. Uh, I, I mean, you, yeah. everyone has their story. Uh, you know, I grew up with my grandparents. I'm so lucky to have my own parents. But both of my uh, husbands, uh, my mother-in-law and father-in-law, both died in their 60s, both battling cancer. We wow. lived through that. And my father-in-law never even got to meet my baby, my youngest daughter. Oh, that's so but, sad. So I personally understand what it is to be going through uh, caring for someone who is sick and trying to be the best support system in that situation. And so do most of the Amada owners out there. There, There is a calling to Amada. There is something that is attracting people who want to do their best for families who are suffering in a way that they might have suffered at one time or another. I love it. Well, Jenny, thank you. Thank you so much for taking this time with us. Hey, listen, if you are, and and uh, we're, we're on LinkedIn Live here, so any of you guys that are uh, in healthcare out there in greater Chicagoland, get connected yeah, with Jenny. Probably. There's so many resources. <laughs> yeah, so many resources that Jenny can provide yeah. to help you help all those families. Like we, if, if you're a financial planner, elder care attorney, insurance agent, gosh, if, if you're a case manager, social worker, physician, Anybody out there, uh, you you need to connect with us to to learn all the resources that we can bring to make sure that your people who have paid you a lot of money or trust you or who are relying on you for for this information, we can help you do that. And we know it's a daunting task for all these folks out there to help the families that trust them. So uh, reach out to Jenny. Reach out to Jenny. I'm here. Guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of We Are Amada. For those of you who are live, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, if you want to uh, connect with Jenny on LinkedIn, connect with me on LinkedIn. And for those of you who are listening to this in our podcast, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, If you want to learn more about Amada Senior Care, go to amadaseniorcare.com. That's all you got to do. Thank you, Marcos. I so enjoyed this. All right, guys. Take care. We'll see you all later. Bye, Jenny. Bye.